I suspect most of us have had an employment review, you know, where you go in once a year and they tell you how you're doing and what you're doing. How would you react to your employment review? It started off with, do you know the rules of the corporation? <laughs> Who's in charge here? Do you think you're in charge or am I? And the second you hear that, you know, oops, this ain't going to be good. Well, this is kind of like what we're hearing today. God is calling all of us to answer one question, and I'll, I'll give it to you. What God do you serve? Who is he? You know, it wasn't that long ago that I was reading in uh, a commentary about all of the pagan gods that the pagans had. And it makes a lot of sense. They didn't know God the Father, and, but they certainly knew what it was to have human nature, and they had great desire for things to go well, right? So they had a God of the sun, because they knew that when the sun was out, things grew. They had a God of fertility, because with, with fertility, that would mean they would have lots of children. And with lots of children, they would not only have the joy of those children, but they would also have the protection of them as they went in their older years, and they would be able to take care of their mother and their father. That was a blessing. And they had gods of water, and they had gods of the crops, and they had gods of sexual desire. They had gods of everything that a human being wants to keep coming to them, that they would want to live in that desire. They had a God for it. So who is our God to us? Who is he to you and I? You know, God the Father gave Moses the Ten Commandments, and they were indeed that command. But they were not meant to restrict us. They were not meant to limit our joy. They were not meant to make life a bummer. No. God gave his commandments to his children just like you and I as parents would give commands to our children because we love them. We don't want to burn their hand on the stove. So we tell them, don't touch that. We want them to grow up to be good and prudent and productive citizens, so we raise them up with guidelines so that they might successfully not harm themselves. And the same thing with our Lord. These commandments are given to us in love. But, you know, if you're like me, and most of you are not bald, but if you're like me, you make up your own rules. Our society makes up lots of rules. And you and I can get caught up in making our own rules. Like, for instance, our society has foregone the concept of marriage in a lot of ways, and, and people live together. Well, that's fornication. That's a, an egregious sin. But we love each other. Uh not in covenant, not blessed by me. I give you this woman, I give you this husband to get you to heaven. And what do you do? You throw out all of the blessings and the sacredness of it and just enjoy the carnal part of it and the company of it. 
you're posing. We do this all the time. We have, we have uh, many of us struggle with pornography on the web and so essentially engage in that lustful activity. That's adultery. But we can justify it. Maybe this is getting to be close that time of year when we do our taxes. <laughs> That's one of the hardest times of the year for me. I find myself the most creative I've ever been in my life. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that was a business expense. Certainly a deacon needs a car, <laughs> you know. We can actually justify ourselves right to hell because that's stealing. And God says, do not steal. We can justify and say, well, you know, mom and dad are getting old. I'm going to put them in a home, and, uh, and I'm going to put them in a home in New Jersey, and there's nobody there, but, you know, I have my family here, and I can't be bothered. Honor thy father and mother. We can capitulate and compromise with the best of them, can't we? Of course we can. And what God is calling us today is to an employment review. Who is he to us? And his desire for us this third week in Lent is for us to recognize and remember, because you all do, that's why you're here. God bless you. That he is God. It is his role to guide us, not for us to compromise on his guidance. You and I were given the grace of direction and can, through the Holy Spirit, continue to have it all of our lives. But my brothers and sisters, we will never have what God intends for us if we compromise and capitulate. For grace, power, purpose, fulfillment, and joy is found in following the will of God. And on this Sunday, the third week of Lent, let's you and I go from here and let us examine our conscience, but also let us examine our lives. Are we giving enough of our will to God's will so that we might become Him eventually? Would people recognize Jesus Christ in our actions, in our speech, in our jokes, in our recreation, in our work? If not, Christ is saying, peace be with you. I come to call sinners. You're just my kind of people. He really is. But he also comes to heal the contrite of heart. And my brothers and sisters, we need to rent our garments, we need to be contrite of our failures, recognizing that it's human nature. Just like in the last line of that gospel, no one need teach Jesus about human nature. He gets it totally. So he gets us. So as we've failed, have we fallen short, as we've not lived to what he's called us to be, my brothers and sisters, joy comes in the morning. It comes. But you and I must be contrite, change our lives, and be Jesus Christ to everyone we meet. May God continue to bless you.